1: Joining us now on the Trocare College live line, Republican political strategist Carl Calabrese. 2024, Carl, is going to be a head-spinning year, I think, especially with the presidential race and all of the court challenges that are being sorted out right now. The Iowa caucuses are less than three weeks away. What are you thinking?
2: (laughs) Well, I I, I think, Susan, our heads have been spinning about politics since about 2016, it's just when you you think things are going to slow down and maybe normalize, uh, you know, another shoe drops. So it, it promises to be a you know real head spinning year this year on, on supercharge because uh, of the presidential election, all of the court challenges about you know Trump's name on the ballot. Uh, plus, you've got the Senate and the House up. Uh, so from an electoral standpoint, this is. This is going to be a big year for people like me. This is our Super Bowl. So I'm kind of looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, it sure looks like it. You know, on the 14th Amendment and these two states, Maine and Colorado, that have said that Trump is ineligible to be on their ballot. What do you think the Supreme Court
2: does? I think and I hope the Supreme Court knocks this down, uh, both of them, and and issues a very clear warning um, that this cannot happen again. And I'm hoping, praying, that justice roberts is able to get at least one of those uh liberal judges maybe maybe more along to go along with the ruling to make a very strong statement that this is a bipartisan issue that you cannot have in the case of maine for example an unelected state um uh, secretary of state Uh, she was she was elected by the democrats in the legislature not by the, the the body public um you cannot have somebody like that deciding on their own that a person is ineligible to be on the presidential ballot. Uh, if you do that, if a Democrat state does that, I guarantee you in the future, Republican control states will do it against a Democrat nominee. And when you get that happening, uh, the Republic begins to unwind. Okay. This is very, very dangerous. Uh, so I, I'm hoping and praying that the Supreme court comes down on this real hard, they can do it in a bipartisan basis and send a clear message that th- this is just not allowable. And and I mean, you know, it's really funny. I've I heard I've heard Democrats now for the last year or more talk about, you know, how the Republicans and MAGA are a threat to democracy. We heard it from county executive polling cars the other day talking about, uh, I think he said false or fake patriots spitting on the Constitution. What, what would you call this? What would you call this effort by people uh, to partisan people to remove uh, a presidential candidate's name from the ballot. If, if that's not a threat to democracy, I don't know what is.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay, let me just bring it back here because of our, the time we have. The congressional race in the 26th district with the expected uh, vacancy from Brian Higgins, is this going to be the political story of the year, do you think?
2: Uh, probably not uh, because this is a, this is a very, very blue district. And, you know, unless the Republicans pull a real rabbit out of the hat, This is this is I think going to be pretty much a non-story once the once the nominee of the Democrat Party is decided upon Uh, There are going to be some very hot congressional races around the country. This one will not be one of them Um, The the house is up for grabs. The Senate is up for grabs uh, And you you could see you could see uh, the Republicans lose the House and win the Senate vice versa Uh, Democrats win both houses. It really is going to be a tumultuous year in politics, but the way the 26 goes, I think, once once the Democrats decide on their candidate, uh, that's going to be a non-story.
1: Well, let me ask you this. On that race, do you see Mayor Brown getting in?
2: I do not. I really don't. Uh, I, I think he's thinking about it. But I think Kennedy is their guy. I think he's raised a huge amount of money already, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, And uh, if he gets the designation by the county chairs uh, for the uh, first round, which will be in February, uh, I doubt if the mayor would challenge him uh, in a June primary. And I I had this discussion with Tom Puckett the other day, and I said, you know, if you had to handicap a Democrat primary today, many months out, they've already pretty much... Uh, showing their hands of cards of what kind of legislator they would be. Kennedy's clearly on the progressive left side, Brown on the centrist side. Uh, In a Democrat primary, where the Democrat base being progressive left votes in big numbers, you'd have to put your money on the candidate who's got the more progressive agenda in a Democrat primary. So I think that would give Kennedy the advantage if there was actually a primary. But at this point, I don't see it.
1: You know, I'm thinking, though, that Mayor Brown presents himself kind of as a centrist and – well, you know, the fact, why didn't he just say already he's not going to run? Why is he stringing this out? Uh,
2: that's a good question. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he's playing a long game. Uh, you know, there's always been rumors about him leaving the, the mayor's seat and, and taking a, a position, whether it be at Buffalo State or in the Hochul administration. Um, you know, if he's playing that game, if he's, if he's thinking about an exit ramp, uh, let's say with the state, you know, he may be holding this out uh, for leverage. Uh, and, you know, using it to, to solidify something down the line. I don't know. I'm, I'm speculating, 100 percent speculation, but, uh, you know, he's still playing around with it. But I think when push comes to shove, Kennedy will be the guy.
1: Well, you are very plugged in on the Republican side, right? Have you heard yeah. any discussions about a Republican candidate for the 26th congressional seat?
2: No, other than the chairman saying he's committed to finding a candidate. That's all I've heard. That's, that, that's, that's what's in the back channels and that's what's in, on the front channels. Uh, as I said uh, with Tom Puckett the other day, this is going to be tough. It's going to be tough for the Republicans to come up with an A-list candidate in a district that is so blue uh, and, uh, you know, try as he might, he may have to settle for uh, a newcomer, a novice, much as, as the chairman had to do with the county executive race. Uh, and, you know, that you may, you may find someone who's got potential, who runs a good race and loses, but uh, becomes someone you look to in the future for other races, be it the state assembly, the county legislature, state senate. But this is going to be really, really tough to find an a A-list Republican candidate for that seat.
1: You know, and then the other question is, how will redistricting, which is going to happen this year, how will that affect this race?
2: Oh, <laughs> that's the other uh, wild card in, in this whole situation, not just in this race, but in, in the congressional races nationally. I mean, uh, Democrats think that if, if the lines are redrawn, either by the, the redistricting committee or by the legislature, uh, that they can pick up anywhere from four to six congressional seats in New York State. Uh, And that could be enough to tip the balance for a Democrat majority uh, come 2025. Now, there's other dynamics going on. You've got other states that are fighting over district maps that will impact it. You've got 23 Democrat incumbent congressmen who have already announced their retirements. Five of those 23 come from districts that Donald Trump won. Uh, And so, you know, without an incumbent in there, with all the advantages of incumbency, an open seat, they they have a chance to pick up seats there. So uh, there's a lot to unfold here, and it's way too early to make predictions. We don't know, you know, what the district maps are going to look like in their final forms. We don't know how many more retirements will be. We don't know the issue of uh, candidate quality that the Republicans can can come up with and the Democrats can come up with. Uh, and so uh, that is really in flux right now, that that whole congressional battleground.
1: Well, there's going to be a lot to talk about this year, Carl. So hang in there. Sure is. We need sure you. Is. All right. Happy New Year. <laughs> Thanks,
2: Susan. Happy New Year to you and our, all of our listeners.
1: All right. And you can listen for Carl. He's on every Friday with David Bellavia here on WBEN.